All right, this episode features CSAN. Shout out CSAN. Always been a pretty good dude. Uh, I think we first crossed paths when I interviewed Overdose for Hip Hop DX. This had to be 2013, like the first couple of days into the new year of, I want to say 2013, maybe. Yeah, I'm thinking approximately 2013. I'm getting my years mixed up a little bit, but it's probably 2013. Nope, first couple of days of 2014, because Boom came out the day that I was at this really stressful temp job, like one of the worst, uh, most stressful job experiences of my life. Really stressful temp job, and Boom came out a day that I was there, and I stole a CD I stole a blank CD from like the supply closet to put boom on a CD tab for the car and so yeah that was fall of 2013 and 2014 I interviewed them first couple of days of 2014 for Hip Hop DX and it's been uh, nothing but love every time I see him he's a really pretty much down to earth dude but from my experience most people born and raised out here that I've come across are, you know, down to earth once you get to know them. I mean, ain't nobody just going to let you in a circle, you know, if you don't seem cool or if they don't know you like that. But, like, once you get to know people from out here, like, if they're not transplants and they're, like, natives and, like, y'all strike up, you know, a chord like that, they are, uh, everybody's pretty good out here. Like, they're, there's two different, you know, LAs that you see. There's the Rodeo and Beverly Hills shit that you see on TV, but there's a whole other world of just down-to-earth good people uh, from out here, and he's one of them. Uh, you know, no matter what his industry, quote-unquote, experiences might be, he he ain't never come across acting funny uh, towards me, at least. So, uh, shout-out, thank you for doing the show. And it's a very small world. Turns out my wife went to high school with, like, his cousin, and... Um, that's about it. My wife is the co-host of this episode. She asked him a bunch of LA questions that, you know, I would have had no clue to ask. So thank you to her for doing this, um, with me. And we got a whole lot more coming. Okay. Next, next week, there should be an episode with just she and I talking, you know, talking our talk, like we talk. And then we got some, some good ones coming up for early february we got some really good ones coming up stay tuned tell a friend to tell a friend soundcloud.com slash thursday throwbacks let's get into this one thank you again csan peace Kardashian 
voicemail saying she got some cash to spend. Can't wait till OD doing what y'all niggas imagining. Girls say we hot. Dudes think we cool. Kids listen to us every morning when they walk to school. Driving fancy cars, dating movie stars. And I always count my money. Every girl I see wanna be with me. And I can't blame them either. Start getting money. Whoa, this wanna be brodies and bitches ain't acting funny no more. Cushed in a man's shop, ladies giving pairs top, thicker than a dreadlock. Fucking me out of wedlock. <laughs> and bet I get her like the inside of a bed box. Boy, young nigga, bet I bet I bet I be in your daughter playlist. While you regret your life in your Jetta, I know you hate it. Cause I was that nigga in the party with you. Drugged out, now I'm teaching your children what money, life, and love about. Yeah, I understand, but everybody got their own plan. Hope you see I'm a changed man. Driving fancy cars, dating movie stars, and I always count my money. Every girl I see, wanna be with me. Getting fat, or these girls just getting thinner. Ah, that's just one thing I observe. And right next to my name on that card, it says preferred. The car's always on time, and the room's always reserved. So after I eat this pizza, then this please do not disturb. Yeah, I wear these dreams like a sweater on me, trying to decide what bins will look better on me. Just trying to focus on the now But I know it's people out there who got hopes to bring me down I'ma throw it in your face, mm-mm, you won't just see me smile It's no cussing in my raps, I wish the poke could see me now I made it this far, you won't defeat me now You gon' have to hang across, tie me up and beat me down But the people will return, see me there and bring me down And when I touch the ground, they gon' drop a single out I'm driving Fancy cars, dating movie stars And I always count my money Every girl I see wanna be with me and I can't blame them either Same old shit, different day, I'm rolling with Counting my money
got the homie CSAN in the building. Yo, uh, yo. What's, up? what's going on? How y'all doing? Uh, tell the people who you are, what you do. Um, well, I go by the name CSAN. Started off as an artist out here in Los Angeles, California. Connected with a lot of other artists. Became a manager, role manager. Um, just really been connected with the scene in Los Angeles and how things have came about and also entered the industry um, on a more exec side and business side and still do music as well. So kind of well-rounded and everything. Okay, so how long have you been rapping? Um, shit, about 10, 11 years now. Okay. I started rapping when I was like, seriously, when I was 17. Like 16 is like when I would, it was Freestyle Friday used to be big back then. So I used to just act like I was battling the homies all the time. And then one day, kind of like on the setup, just got my mic and recorded into the computer and started making my own music. And then um, at the time, I was friends with a, a, a girl that was dating this, this dude who happened to be Tiger, but he had his own home studio. Wow. And he um, started recording me for like the first few times I recorded music. So around 17 is when I first like really, really got into it. That's an exclusive. Tiger recorded <laughs> your, first, your first song? Yeah. That's the first exclusive. legit songs he recorded. <laughs> that's for sure. That's an exclusive. Y'all are probably two different in two different worlds now. Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> Would you think he'd remember you if oh, you yeah. ran in him? Oh, okay. We're I mean, we don't keep in contact, but like if I see him around, we still okay. chop it up. He he had a show with Overdose at USC and we talked in. Okay. And then he was at a celebrity game I seen him at. I know we're still cool when we see each other, but he's you know, <laughs> where he is and where things have gone, but for sure. Yeah. Okay. So what has it been like to see, like, I didn't know you, you had a connection with Tiger, but what has it been like to see everybody, you know, that you came up around, like, everybody kind of has come up over over the past couple years? It's crazy. Like, honestly, I mean, it's like you really get to see, like, what hard work and dedication really is and, and sacrifice. Because even at the time with him, I was 17, 16, I'm still partying and all that. You know, I got a car and... and 11th grade, but he recorded every day. I would leave, he's still there recording. I would go somewhere, he's still there recording. He would be booking his own shows, out passing out CD. Like, he was just very persistent. So, from him to I, the Kendrick stuff I saw early on, to the mm. Tyler stuff I saw early on, like, I saw all of these people literally when they had nothing and not knowing which direction they were going, they just knew what they wanted, you know what I mean? Like, I remember it was one day I was actually taking Casey to um, Terrace Martin's house. This was a long time ago. When we got there, Kendrick had been, he spent the night there for like three or four days, like working on just music. And literally, they had no money to get back to Compton. Like, they had to borrow 10 bucks. They was driving that little TDE van. And I had to get him a jump in the truck. Wow. And he was there with no money in the whole, you know, getting to the valley from Compton. is like... And then I'll just, you know, to see him go from, like, they don't even know how they would get home towards that now. It's like, or to see Tyler with these carnivals and shit when he yeah. was sleeping on his mama floor, like, at the Ladera Center. You know what I mean? Like, right. it's crazy to see all of it, and it's, it's still growing, you know what I mean? So, like, I'm blessed to see it all. Okay, so, uh, I guess from, I guess, what would you say, if, if, if anything, like, I know what one of your main roles is now, but, like, over time, like, what would you say kind of your role has been like just with knowing, you know, all of these people in, the, in these different worlds um, uh, in the scene? I mean, honestly, it all started obviously with me being an artist, you know, mm -hmm. but like 
I was just talking to this with my my, with my homie. Like I was the first one kind of booking my own show besides Tiger, but I'm saying with like Casey and Overdose. Like I was booking my own shows and I was interning at labels and learning the game and they would come to me for everything, you know, like, oh, how do I book this show or where do I go get this mixed at? Like simple stuff like that, you know what I mean? So I was the kind of one helping and guiding them and just showing them the ropes or putting them on shows and getting getting their stuff going. So naturally, before even managing them, I was already taking those steps, you know what I mean? So when the time came for overdose and they had been through different managers and stuff, it's like, you've been helping us from the start, you know, why not? It's not like you have to stop doing your music or anything, it's just why not? And then with Casey, I mean, he um, just felt like he needed somebody around, even in any capacity that's been there from the start with him to help out. So I came along and started role managing him. But I don't know, my role has kind of been like the advisor to kind of, you know, kick down the, the door kind of, you know what I mean? Just to for even the smallest baby steps to any knowledge I can still give. And how do you separate the friend role from the manager role? <laughs> I'm not going to lie, that's one of the, the toughest things to do, you know what I mean? Because it's not like I came in as somebody that they approached, like an older guy that they needed to help. Like, I was friends with one of the guys in Overdose when I was four. Like, we wow. went to preschool together, you know what I mean? So when those times come, everything is all cool, but when it's serious and it's work, sometimes we pump heads because they're not looking at me as like, mm -hmm. they're looking at me like a friend, you right. know what I mean? With Casey, it's a little different because he's younger, you know, so he always looked at me like a big brother, so I can talk to him a little, you know, differently, but with Overdose, it's kind of like, mm. you know, same page, same age, and we always been friends since kids or since high school, so it's honestly, it's it's tough to uh, separate the two. I mean, we, we still try to manage and, and get by with it, but that is a huge obstacle, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> okay, that was going to lead to my next question. Uh, you are, like, one of your main roles is the manager of Overdose, correct? Yes. Okay, so what would you say has been, uh, what are the challenges of managing four different people? Like, in one group, it's four of them, right? Yeah. Yeah. What would you say are, are the challenges of managing four different people? Like, I've I've been around them a little bit yeah. here and there, and they're four completely oh. <laughs> different people. Like, you couldn't yeah. find, I mean, they. I'm sure they all get along, and they're all, like, you know, when it's time to record, uh, you know, they they can kind of get on the same page and everything, but don't they all, like, live in different places, different parts oh, of L.A.? It's, like, it's, it's <laughs> like somebody's in Pasadena, some yeah. people are in South Central. Some like Inglewood, yeah. right around here. Um, it's tough, man. Like, think about, like, any relationship or marriage. It's hard enough to make two people be right. on the same page. We know So it. imagine four, you know what I mean? That shit is so tough that's that's the hard i think that's why all groups eventually not to say that but about them but i'm just saying groups period they don't work because communication is like the biggest thing ever especially when you're making music like yeah. I, when i first started off i did one mixtape with my with one of my homies and i was like never again because even as an artist like i want to go in here today this is what i'm thinking i want to talk about but four different people he may want to talk about this he may be going through this he may be and then you know especially with a group, like, one can be more assertive than the other, or one can be more, you know what I mean? So, it's it's definitely challenging, but communication is the key. And there's definitely hiccups and bumps in the road, but with them, is that is so strange to me. Like, they don't have to be on the same page to make magic happen all the time. It's weird. Like, most people, you have to sit there and really discuss what you're doing or really come up with a plan, but sometimes it just comes together, like, 
One will be on one side of the room writing his rap. They ain't even said nothing to each other. But then when they get in there, they're talking about the same thing. And then it's just like, whoa, what the, you know, like it's just, it's just magic. Sometimes it, it goes against us though, because <laughs> then it doesn't work. But when it does, it's, it, when it does click, it's just like magic. So communication really is like any other relationship is the only way you can keep four different <laughs> people on the same page. Okay, and, and what uh, what advice would you offer to anyone who was like kind of trying to break into managing artists? Um, patience, for sure, is one, and um, understanding exactly what your role is, and understanding that your client definitely has to be self driven as well. You know what I mean? You you only take their art and and put it in places to succeed. You know, you're you're not building their. I mean, you can be creative director and help, but you have to just know that. You know, your client is the, the driving force. They're the driver of the bus. You're just on it. You know what I mean? You're They're the coach at the end of the day. And you kind of like to play, you know, you're the quarterback because, you you know, you're the manager. But they still have to be the one calling the plays. But you just need to have patience. You need to have a plan. And you have to be the one that always has the level head. Because artists all the time don't have that, you know, it's all art with them, which is fine. Because that's the way they're supposed to be. But you have to be the one that can be the calm within the storm for everything. You know, and just understand what you're really getting yourself into because you managing other artists is you putting, you know, your yourself, your career on the line with what they're doing. You know what I mean? So just know who you're getting in business with for sure. OK. And I know you've been like very uh, close to the music, but if you if you could, uh, would you have a favorite overdose project? Um, live, it has to be live for or die for. Okay, like that's her favorite. Yeah, <laughs> live yeah. like I didn't live out here when uh when that dropped. Uh, okay. I've been here since oh twelve. Okay, so uh, mine is boom, but uh, I, I fuck with live for or die for. Yeah. Okay, so uh, if you if you could uh pick a song to play from that project uh for the show, the function since I'm on it. <laughs> <laughs> The night is young, it's time to hit the streets. Baby, I'm on my way to the function. I'm on my way to the function. I'm on. Pre-game at my place, but bring your own weed. Baby, I'm on my way to the function. I'm on my way to the function. I'm on. Club on that Jose. Don't care what a hoe say. Bring the bottles of the rose. Slow race for the full play. High Park stop just to start the day. Filled up another cup, tell her it's okay. Yes, sir. Feeling buzz off the Bud Light. Cush rolled OD, got the top flight. Leave me alone, darling, I'm balling like Spartan. I don't come out to the clubs that often, so tell your friends that we can be friends. Hang on the weekends, next morning sleeping. After two or three sips, can't tell me shit. Shit, why you niggas mad at Chris? The nice phase, great bands on the low waves. Get paid, get laid, that's the clicks game. The night is young, it's time to hit the streets. Baby, I'm on my way to the function. I'm on my way to the function. I'm on. Pre-game with my place, but bring your own weed. Baby, I'm on my way to the function. I'm on my way to the function. I'm on. I care what I hope say. I'm in the club on that Jose. She acting silly like she know me. Playing possum, trying to roll. Hey.
like matching shoes or matches to a bum is true on no grade, just poop on, just turn to one, still living in group homes, from under the leaderness, but can't digest without my mom's or a coupon, so I'm just here to get my groove on, be carefree, so if you hear the star beef, homie, move on, I'm just here to make friends, slide up on a couple boobies, have a couple cheers, had a rough week, I'm sure you could understand, I'm just here to see new faces and get a little bit, take two steps back and two steps, if you wanna roll, baby, then you gotta get your tooth wet. The night is young, it's time to hit the streets Baby, I'm on my way to the function I'm on, on my way to the function I'm on, pre-game at my place, but bring your own me Baby, I'm on my way to the function I'm on, on my way to the function Yo, I got a bottle of that Jose could smoke through my throat and let the drove fade me So many bitches in the club, I'm like, oh baby She off a chisel, check it, sipping on that OJ Niggas ain't ready for this West Coast connection Me and my niggas rule the city, it's a blessing Painting pictures for my credit like a freshman Super cool, so we passing all inspections Head to the back of the club, split the switch up We beat them hounds on the prowl for the boxes like Vivica You say you got a man, well I don't give a fuck Real shit for your ears, go ahead and turn the speakers out I see a chick that I'm fucking, she don't speak cause that's a no-no Relations in public is unnecessary promo Undefeated is the team, you see the logo Fire flows, gotta overdose cause we so dope The night is young, it's time to hit the streets Baby, I'm on my way to the function I'm on my way to the function I'm on Pre-game at my place, but bring your own me Baby, I'm on my way to the function I'm on my way to the function you wanted to discuss for the day is Kid Cudi, uh, Man on the Moon. Right. Uh, what made you, I guess, when I reached out, what made you want to uh, discuss this album in particular? Um, well, I was thinking, because that's kind of hard to pick, especially somebody who like loves hip-hop, loves music, period. Like, it's so many albums, and there's a difference between, like, what I think are the best albums and which albums, like, affected me the most. Mm-hmm. And... At first, I was like, should I do J, Reasonable Doubt? You know what I, I mean? Just, like, I just did that too, with Jansport J. You know what I'm saying? That's yeah, so t- not, yeah. No, it's, that's the homie Jansport. No offense to him, but that's kind of typical. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like, I thought about it like, Cuddy, I have the weird, like, like that's my favorite artist right now. But I have okay. the weirdest, like, I've never, when I first heard him, I disliked it. Period. <laughs> like, yeah, not even, like, me. cut it, like, you know what I mean? I'm like, what, the, what is this shit? You know what I mean? But... One day when I just finally was open to it, I listened to in that album in particular. I think that um, he really shows all of us who have, you know, basic human emotions that all of us can identify with, whether it be self-doubt or whether it be confidence that you lack sometimes, you know what I mean? He rises above it all, you know, through that album, whether it's songs like My World or um, Heart of a Lion or even Pursuit of Happiness. Like, that's what my life is, you know what I mean? So I can feel like I can look to that album like it's like reading the alchemist to me or something like that like it's a really like a motivational album for me and it helps me 
even though I'm a very confident person, but it definitely helps me during any times I have any doubts. Like, you know what I mean? No matter what, at the end of the day, it's okay to have these emotions, but you can get through them and rise above it all, you know? So that's really why I feel like that album has the most. I'm always be able to play that forever and take me back to that place and, you know, Okay, so how would you describe Cuddy? Like, he's not a rapper. Like, he's signed to a hip-hop label. He's affiliated with hip-hop. A lot of people kind of consider him in the hip-hop realm, but he doesn't rap a lot. He does a lot of singing. And it's crazy. Like, I've kind of transitioned with, with him through it. I mean, his last album, I'm not really that big of a fan of. Uh, Speed and Bullet? Yeah. It's, I, tried it's... To give him, I tried to give it a shot. It, <laughs> it, I had to cut it off after a few songs. Like, like people were shitting on it, and I'm not... Like, you got to be, like, super horrible for me to, like, just shit on your project. Yeah. Like, I, I feel like whatever somebody does in the studio, that's where they work creatively. That's where they were artistically mm-hmm. at the time. But, uh, yeah, this one just, it wasn't it wasn't for me. Number one, it was, like, 26 songs. I was like, Way I don't... Way too many. Yeah, I don't feel like sitting through that many Cuddy songs. But then, once I started listening to it, I was like, I kind of see why people were so hard <laughs> on it. But... Yeah, I mean, he, but he's made some music that I really love, so I was like, I, you know, yeah, he he definitely gets the pass. I, I still like a few of the songs, but this the direction he's going in, and I don't, I really don't know because I'm not around him, obviously. Mm-hmm. But it, it's not the the greatest, but I still definitely am going to keep supporting him. But I would just describe him somebody who takes risk and who's growing artistically. He's not trapped into any box, and I think what's driving him away from hip hop because he's always talked about this is just the materialistic misogynist you know stuff that comes along with it he doesn't want to attach himself with that at all or even be boxed in you know what i mean he, he's the type of person who genuinely cares about that because if you think about his career everything he's put out has been either to i think help himself but it helps other people like all of his singles love immortal telling you you know you have powers you can live your life as you want you know you're in control like all of his singles and stuff pursuit of happiness he's pushing you know people to you know, push themselves or to love themselves. So I think he he really is a, a, a artist for the people and himself too. But I don't know. He's everything. It's alternative. It's punk. It's hip. You know, he can literally do it all. He's not the greatest when it comes to like punk and alternative to me because I mean I kind of grew up listening to a lot of that stuff and he's not the the best. But he's he still pushes and he and he has lyrics that'll get me into the song more than like his actual guitar playing and stuff like that. But I don't know. I just describe him as a well-rounded. Like he literally does everything, and he's influenced the game so much. Yeah, that's like, what I was about so to say. So much. Like, that's what I was about to say. Eight oh eight and heartbreak was like that's cut. Yeah, that's that's his influence. And then that made Travis Scott. Okay, Travis, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, there's no nine oh two one zero and all that stuff. Or important, even the intro, pornography, just the the way they sing and the vocal tones, the the effects on the stuff, all that stuff is cut. You know what I mean? Even the way he's on stage. The, way he dresses, you know, all that stuff they get from Cuddy. You know, he he's really influenced the game heavy. You know, so yeah, he doesn't he doesn't get uh, all the credit he deserves. Not at all. Uh, in that regard, at all. So uh, if you had to pick a song to play from uh, Man on the Moon, what would that be? Um, damn, that's gonna be tough. But uh, my world. Hello. In the room, in, in the room, boy on the moon. I had, had no, no one. No one's hanging out with. 
talk that shit to just my little homies One year younger than get where I was going Took a turn to the worst when my father left me lonely Lonely in my room, I, I mean me Up on the moon, entertained myself Laughed at myself as I grew to be a teen I disguised myself at the lowest self-esteem Especially with the girls Tried every sport just to impress all the girls Instead of all the ladies, cause they talk down I was too artsy, known to be a clown <laughs> And now my Facebook poppin' Cause I told the same girls I would be the hot shit One day Just my Brooklyn niggas All I would wonder is When will my time come Had mad jobs and I lost them Now all of them think about my bosses Yep I hated all of them Studio at night Had me hustling the most of them Nigga I was late Damn there every day But I'ma be on time When my stars align When my soul was happy I'ma rhyme and die Followed by a Lucy Was the mill of grinders If you knowin' the truth All you think about is that thing Always be a hater Tryin' to shoot down in your dream Until you meet a kid like K.I. Niggas thought I was crazy My mama know I stay high We gettin' money, mom This Yesterday, she's like, I got all your projects except that I want to work with Quick One. Um, 
But it's crazy, like, me coming up, like, I really am West Coast, like, period. Like, I didn't start listening really to East Coast music until I was in high school, like, 10th, 11th grade, like, catching late end of Jay-Z when the when the Black Album came out. Okay. That's when I started listening to, like, Blueprint and all that stuff going mm-hmm. back. Like, I was, I grew up on, my dad only played Dog Pound, Exhibit, DJ Quick, you know, Rhythmalism, uh, just balancing options. All those albums is what I came up on, so that's what I knew, and then... At the time, when I did that project, he had just uh, did, um, what was that Snoop Dogg album? Ego Tripping. And then he mixed that whole album and just sonically it was crazy. And then he produced the intro on the press play, which was Sick. super I've crazy. I've been trying to tell him about that. I've been That's, trying to tell him. About what? That intro. Press play. Oh, was, oh. I think we talked about it on one of the podcasts, like really quickly. Maybe on the DJ Quick one. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, when he did, I was like, yeah. yo, like, I need to, I was like, at the time, I was like, I need to work with him. And then I started going back and finding all the beats that I love as a kid and finding other gyms. And I just really went in and was paying homage to, I think, is one of the most slept on artists ever in this game and producers. So I definitely, damn, that's crazy. My mom <laughs> really just asked. But yeah, I did. I need to find them myself. All them LimeWire, I mean, not Lime, Lime, Lime Links or whatever, when it, they, Z-Share, all them links is dead. Well, Z-Share is dead. Yeah, so, ago, so. so I got to find Z-Share it. Z-Share is dead. Mega Upload is dead. All that yeah. stuff. I had so many, but that, that was probably one of my favorite projects. A lot of people, like, I remember, because it's crazy, even now, like, being a tour manager and stuff, like, I've done songs with Dom and Case. So a lot of those fans still know me, so they'll see mm-hmm. me at the shows and stuff and I remember one time somewhere and I was like I love that I want to work with Quick and I was like nobody has never <laughs> like they talk about all my other tapes and they see me but somebody brought that one up I was like damn that's pretty crazy man but yeah Quick is definitely you know one of the greats a pioneer out here and I want to ask you about Curly Tops and Not A Good Jackets how was it working on that project oh my god first, well I remember at the time this is probably like when all of us were first starting to get like blog posts and stuff like me, Casey, Oros, everybody. And and um Polyester, he had texted me, but I didn't know who he was. Like he didn't say <laughs> who he was or nothing. He just texted me like, Come to the studio, I want you to get on the song. I'm like, Who is this? Like, you know what I mean? And I was kinda hesitant because I didn't even know who he was, but at the time, like I just took any opportunity to make music or whatever. And then I got there to the studio and they started playing me on the song. Like the song with fucking Jay Davy and Blue was mm-hmm. crazy, you know what I mean? And then they played me uh like two other ones, and it was me, Casey, and uh, uh, 310, who was Calmatic at the same time. <laughs> is that who he, that was, is? he was rapping? Yeah. Wow, um, I didn't know that. 310, I don't know if y'all remember. 310. I remember that name, but <laughs> that, wow. was, that was Calmatic. So we was all in the studio. We all went. We hopped on it. They played the song. We just hopped on songs. And I think we did two that night because I was on two songs on that project. And it was crazy, like, because me and him at the time, we were, like, super heavy on, like, Elzai and doing patterns and shit and coming up with creative-ass wordplay. <laughs> so me and him was just, like, all right, we're going to go back and forth. And then we made the whole rhyme scheme off, like, Uno. So we rhymed the whole shit. We just doing all these fucking patterns and shit off the word Uno and just bouncing back and forth with each other. Me and him used to have, like, a lot of, a lot of fun making music because it was really, like, the art and having fun and playing with words, you know what I mean? But... That was a great project. I still actually listen to it. Like they had a song with Bad Luck and El Prez on it's there. That really was good. My, yeah, it had a lot of good songs on that project. Like I was glad they reached out to me, and I was so hesitant to be on it at first. But that's like one of the best, you know, projects I think to come out of the whole LA thing. So polyester and who's the other producer? It was Lazy Lou. So they don't work together anymore. I don't know. I think it's like off record. Yeah, I think Lou is just like. 
on his family stuff. Like I follow him oh, on Instagram okay. and he got kids and doing this like business I see him doing. Because they were like a duo, right? Yeah, they okay. was together. Of course, Polly's still doing his thing. Mm-hmm. You know, he's, he's working all the time, but I don't he's think great. they work together. I love his solo. He dropped something like, this year. Did you he? didn't hear it yet. Yeah. Yeah, Polly. Polly okay. is dope. Yeah, but I appreciate them. Shout out to Polly for reaching out to me and letting me be a part of that project. You know, they got a good overdose song on there. Hide and go get it. Mm-hmm. It, it was a good project, man. I had the polo with all the patches on it that said he'll pick in the back when I met her. So all the niggas that wore a uniform on the first day, get it. She a brown skinned goddess, everything she got is all labeled up. This girl ain't never played the bus, she just strolled by, but nah, can't never wave at us. My nigga did talk to her once, but she ain't never gave it up, and damn. I think I want a captain save her up, but them older niggas got cars and I can never save enough. I tell I don't make sense right now, but I will. And it don't make sense right now, but it will. Miss Donna Karen, body so proper, baby size Jordans on, all the dudes jock you. Just to get close, I think I ought to move lockers instead of telling my niggas what I ought to do is stop you like Miss Donna Karen. Sing it to you on the way home Miss Donna Karen I don't know if it's the way that you're wearing it me on You're the reason why I wrote this song I'ma sing it to you on the way home yeah. She like that one polo jacket that you missed on sale I wanna say they season her hips on swell That clear candy gloss hit her lips so well That if I maybe got the chance I'd probably lick your well Nah, I'm just trying to take a trip somewhere Crunch all the Fox Hills, let's pick somewhere I'll pay for the food, just sit somewhere I wanna build a future, girl, let's get somewhere Yeah, I'm Cliff Huxtable and you could be my Claire Yeah, I save my Lunchables just so I can share Yeah, I got a stunt for you, so I'm up at lunch for you Hoping in my Tommy trying to show you I could dunk for you <laughs> So tell me if I made the cut yeah. Tell me if I made this up, Miss Donna Karen, looking like a poster. You don't gotta mess with me, cause everybody wants you like Miss Donna Karen. I don't know if it's the way that you wear it. Put me on. You're the reason why I wrote this song. I'ma sing it to you on the way home. Miss Donna Karen, I don't know if it's the way that you wear it. Put me on. You're the reason why I wrote this song. I'ma sing it to you on the way home. Miss Donna Karen, bubblegum smacker. Started like Aaliyah, put the fitted on backwards. Miss Donna Karen, I'm wishing we was older. Let's watch the box and just skip all the homework. Miss Donna Karen, I love you like my Griffies. I try to be affectionate and all you do is hit me. Miss Donna Karen, she like, I don't want no hickeys. Cause when I go home, down my mom gon' get me like. Miss Donna Karen, I don't know.
I kind of miss those times though because it seemed like everybody, like it wasn't like, it wasn't like everybody was in a clique, but like we were always all together for everything. Like all them JBC shows with like Kendrick, Dom, me, and Oh my God, I remember one. (laughs) It was, yeah, Dom and Kendrick. Yep. They were like the headliners. That was like one of the best shows I've seen out here. And that was right before, it had to be like 2010. Yeah. Somewhere around there. It was right before everybody like really, really blew up. It would be like fifty people there, maybe a hundred if we were lucky. You know, it was so a bad. packed show, but it was like right before they really took off nationally. You know, because it it was so, crazy to see how everybody was just on this grind, but like everybody was kind of together. You know what I mean? Like Kendrick, another one who was he was out here. Like they would have that Kendrick Lamar EP, mm-hmm. and it'd be like ten dudes outside with the CDs, <laughs> passing them out. Plus they on stage throwing them everywhere. And, you know, it was just good energy. Like maybe because I'm older, I was just talking to this with, with the homie Christian right now, and like I don't be, I don't know. Maybe it's another scene like that coming up now, but I don't see it. But I don't think it's gonna it's be. I don't like, I don't like how you know yeah. what I mean. Like oh. that that shit was just that like was a moment in time that's super crazy. Like. From everybody, like I said, I don't know. We got, we could have talk about that for two hours. From everything I remember from that, it was crazy. Man. So, what are some of your uh, biggest memories from from that time? Um, the Kendrick story I told you guys for sure. Um, also, seeing the the transformation of like Casey and and, and Dom, like Dom too, because he worked. I kudos to him because they they worked hard too. You know what I mean? But probably. Um, when we did that on the rock show, um, that's not even the Roxy. It's like the, the the stage upstairs. Like if you go in the Roxy, it's a small room upstairs that holds like two hundred people, and it was Overdose Dom and Kendrick on the show. And I think I came out and just did a song with Overdose. But literally, like it was probably like no lie, maybe seventy people in there, mostly friends. Hmm. And I just remember that night because it was like. Everybody acted like it was a pack house in there, and we was felt so good to have this show, and to see where they go from that. Now I'm on tour, and I'm seeing a thousand people in Detroit singing Dom lyrics. You know what I mean? Or just to, we already know what Kendrick is. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just to see that progression, but that for sure is. And then we used to have this thing called the Spliff out here, oh. where um, it was like once a month, and they would have uh, like all of like. Different performers every month, but like literally every month, somebody from that crew was like headlining somewhere. Some, well, not the crew, but out of this pack of artists. Like you had one, Don was headlining, Pac Div, or Casey, or me, or whoever. Everybody, like Ty Dolla Sign performed Tootin' and Booted before YG was on it. It was Ty Dolla Sign, okay. <laughs> and they was like popping champagne. Like you just saw all that <laughs> stuff before. Actually, uh, YG used to be my neighbor in here. He used to live in here. Like I heard a yeah, they, uh, him and Mustard. I used to walk by, you could hear them recording all that music back in the day. So, like, I literally see, like, all this shit. You know what I mean? Like, it's really crazy when I think about it. Like, even talking to y'all now, like, damn, I saw them recording. <laughs> but that was, them not like my home. I just know them, but I, them not my homies. But everybody else, it's crazy. Like, and even when Tyler, because with Tyler, he, um, he was living out here, but then he had to move to, like, somewhere in Sacramento or something because it was, like, the smallest city ever. I think he named a, a song after it or something. Hmm. I don't even remember, but, like, he he was working on this this tape with uh, with Casey, uh, customized uh, greatly by him, too. And I had went to pick him up, and he was talking to us about it. He was working at the Starbucks in Hawthorne, and he was just saying, like, 
he was going through it. You know what I mean? <laughs> and just to see that, and then I was really on the road with Casey, and I was at the carnival, and I was like, damn, like, he done went from, you know what I mean, from from there, them days to now. In a few it's crazy. years. <laughs> it's so crazy how all that stuff happens, man. But it's I think it's just a trip how we may not have all been, like, the best of friends or nothing, but this whole, like, energy just turned into something, you know what I mean? Definitely, L.A. definitely uh, came up over the over the past couple of years. Mm-hmm, for it's sure. Crazy to see. It's super crazy. Speaking of speaking of stories, if you're willing to tell it on the podcast, uh-huh. you told me in the airport. Yeah. Uh, what happened at South by Southwest with the with fight with the oh fight? Oh my god! Yeah, I mean, I, it was just a security being. Well, really, what happened? I'm not going to go too much into what happened, but it was um, we had a show and security. I had my friend's uh, niece was out there, right, and. Um, she wanted to see everybody perform and stuff, so I was like, you know, you can come with me. And we had like an altercation with security, uh, with one of our friends. He was kind of drunk, but they we were kicking him out. We we're like, you know, we'll take him. And they started just tripping, choking him and stuff. And that's kind of what sparked it. But what really like got it all the way going is the girl I was with. One of the male security guards punched her in the face. Wow, I didn't hear all that. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Okay. So once that happened. It was just all I wore. I'm not gonna say no who was involved or nothing, but sure. it was <laughs> it was fucking. That's like the biggest fight I've ever been in. Period. Like it was ridiculous. Y'all like, had the venue shut down because I left early. Yeah, Ray Schremer uh, didn't even get to perform. Like they was on stage rapping, <laughs> like with no audio, just yelling to the crowd. I felt bad because that's the only reason we went back was to see them perform because we we were performing earlier in the night. But yeah, that was pretty. <laughs> I hate South by Southwest. That's what I was going to ask. Are y'all going back or? I, I can't. I don't want to. Like that was honestly that was probably like one of the worst. Like that happened. Then I I got car into wreck. the car yeah. wreck. Yeah, my I, uh, the rental that we had out there. We got hit and run by a drunk driver. No way. On the freeway, totaled. It was just oh. bad. I'm not trying to go back to South by. I probably have to, but like I'm so just over yeah. it. Like, and I feel like it's not what it used to be either. Mm. Nah. How many? Yeah. Like when did y'all start going? Uh, 11, I think, okay. 2011 I, or 12. I went every year since 10. I went 10 to 13, and then I skipped 14, and I went this year. I'm I'm not going this year, coming up. Uh, like, we going uh, out of the country, and then, you know, that's vacation time for my job and all that. So I'm not, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm missing it this year. Who knows if I'll be back next year, but yeah, I've, like, I've seen, I think 10 was probably when it was at its peak for me, at yeah. least, like, the first year. It was just, like, rapper... Summer camp, yeah, like, like everybody was just out there just kicking it. It was, <laughs> it was people like it wasn't, it wasn't. It's a like, big corporate thing now. <laughs> yeah, it, it wasn't none of that yet. The the shuttle uh, was like twenty dollars. Same shuttles now, seventy five dollars. Oh whatever. yeah, they're yeah, crazy. Man. It was like twenty dollars all you know the whole week to, to get you around wherever you need to go. Shows was no more than ten dollars to get in. It was just, it was cool. <laughs> yeah, it was. Then it got too cool, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Then the next year, I'm gonna say a name. I don't know if you want to be like, you know, yeah. you ain't got a comment or whatever because you kind of, you know, yeah. your political connects or whatever. But the next year, Diddy landed and it was just a rap. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, oh, uh, I landed at South by Southwest and and he started claiming like he was the first one there and oh, when he came out with Lil B on stage and all that. Yeah, stuff. That, 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 that was that year. Still, yeah, right? that, that was like, eleven. Eleven. Yeah. Yeah, that was when Lil B was headline. He was headlining the Fader for it, and yep. then he came. I remember that. 
that was kind of like might be the beginning of the commercial. Yeah, like, it was definitely <laughs> for sure. Yeah, he was like, he made a tweet. He was like, I landed at South by Southwest, and I was just like, damn. <laughs> it's good while it lasted. And then Jay Z and what's the name? Right, like Samsung showed up right. the in four thirteen Prince, or fourteen. Right. Prince. I think Prince was out there once. Whoa! I know, I know. Prince Justin Timberlake been there. Justin Timberlake been there. Yo, that's that just shocked. That's crazy. Uh, Lady Gaga been there. Oh yes. It's it's yeah. <laughs> it's not. I mean, it used to be cool for especially for rappers because you can link up with each other and network and stuff. But Definitely. now it's just so like oversaturated. I don't know. I don't have to ever go back to South by to be honest with you. That's how I feel. <laughs> <laughs> not even just because of my experience, but like I'm just over it. Like the total package, just like. I don't know. I'm done with it. All right. So we're about to take it about here for the day. Burning question. Mm-hmm. Do you have a status for 2008? Um, no, but it should be coming okay. probably in. Hopefully we can get it by the summer. You know by what I mean? Summer. Next year. We, we, we got a few things we're working on. Okay. We got to kind of revamp the energy. I'll just say that. I don't want to give no other details, but okay. we just got to revamp the energy. Come up with a little. We, we've came up with a different game plan, you know, to approach things. You got to learn how to. We went to the deal not really knowing what we were really doing. Okay. Not like that. We had a plan, but we didn't have a plan. You just gotta, you gotta really realize what a record label does and what they don't do, and what they know and what they don't know. You know, before you go into these deals. You know, and it's not to say that they're a bad thing. You know what I mean? But you just gotta understand exactly what it is. And we got a better understanding now after going into trying to release the album. So we're definitely revamp this energy and get into this release date for sure okay so like would you know like any of the songs that have been released like what might make the final cut oh for sure well last oh. kiss obviously okay. is gonna be be on there um dj and rich white friends maybe you okay. know maybe they might be like bonus tracks you know what i mean since we yeah. already put money and energy into those records but things can change but last kiss for sure and like not even just saying this like it's a really great album Honestly. Okay, so what can we expect? Like, if, if you could describe it. Oh, man. A sonic journey, for sure. A lot of live instrumentation. It's really melodic. It's 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 not as, uh, it's not as, like, much. It's rap, obviously, all through it, but it's really, like, last kiss kind of-ish, you know what I mean, for most of it. And it's a lot of melodic. And it's, it has a very serious tone towards the end of the album, which people probably wouldn't expect. You know what I mean? But I mean, look at the list of people. We work with Organized Noise, Pharrell, 1500 or nothing, DJ Khalil, um, Miguel. Uh, you know what I mean? It's just the, the list goes on of the people that we work with, THC, of course. And, you know, they, they created a really, really great album. It's just got to get it, you know, get it all going and get it there. Okay, and, and that's what's next. It won't be like no... You know, no free mixtape before that? No, or not saying that. Okay. <laughs> I'm it. not going to indulge in that information. Got it. But, you know, you can expect some stuff soon for sure. All right. We're looking forward to that. Uh, what do you have coming up uh, personally um, in 2016? Just keep working. I mean, for me, musically, I haven't released a project this whole year, 15. I'll release a project in 14. But this year, like, for me, creatively, if anybody's ever listened, this has always been about my life. Literally, like I sit there and I talk about what I'm going through. I very rarely have made just music for fun kind of thing. So I feel like I had to just get more life experiences and more stuff to talk about. Be in a different position so where I'm not saying the same stuff 
And then creatively, I kind of went different directions. I've been, I've still been recording, just trying a lot of different stuff. But you can expect some projects for sure, even just loose music. Like, there's not going to be no structure to what I do, honestly. If I feel like putting out an EP, a mixtape, or whatever, I'm going to, you know, put it out. So, um, just music for me, for sure. You know, continuing to work with Overdose, working on other side projects, just being creative and, yeah, just working, honestly. All right, tell the people where they can find you on the internet, social media-wise. Uh, Twitter.com slash CSAN Music. Um, Instagram, CSAN, all in, A-L-L-I-N. And yeah, that's really it. Hit me up on either one. Twitter. I don't use Instagram that much, so hit me up on Twitter. <laughs> you know, and uh, it's been more personal lately, but when the music come back, it'll start, you'll be able to stay connected with it. All right, we thank you for coming through. We appreciate you. You know, giving your time to us. I appreciate y'all coming by. For sure. Definitely good. All right. Thank you. Of course. Uh, you can find us at soundcloud.com slash Thursday Throwbacks. Any information you want to drop? Miss <laughs> Ashton, M-Z-A-S-H-T-O-N. All right. We'll holler at y'all soon. Peace. Got a lot of spite, but that pussy tight, I'm away. I can hold a lot of money, she can hold a lot of grudges I buy a lot of weed and easy tea like I don't give a fuck I guess it's too young for love Must be love, too young for love Must be drugs, too young for love Must be love, too young for love Must be drugs, too young Decisions. A wise nigga asked what direction your penis point when the wreck. Your answer should be straight ahead. He said that's your future. Make sure you aim it correct. I reflect. Man, the same things that make you scar. Evolve you into who you are. Proud of river built the boat, got it afloat. And wrecked into an epiphany. Now ain't that about a Tiffany? Perception kept you from finding enlightenment. Darkness quicker, my nigga. You're fucking up your energy. In the wrong place with the wrong kind of empathy. The soul is in the ass. How about you explain that funny feeling once you catch feelings? You ain't never too young for lust. And you ain't never too young for drugs. And you ain't never too young for clubs. And you ain't never too young for trust. So you ain't never too young for love. Never got a Groove on, 
two-step like you heard a Snoop song Cause you hot, them hoes lukewarm I love your smile, how you kill them with the charm Ain't got a front, girl, I just wanna dance with you More for romance, so let me get your hand, yo You got a ass, make a nigga drop bands But broke niggas, they can never understand Just face it, them niggas basic I'm a billionaire, boy, and I ain't ain't shit I hear them all bluffing in their conversations Or they chasing, I'ma raise them Get a real one, you in it for the thrill of it I got drugs that can never be enough, yo That good pussy, girl, I'm in it for the feel of it You the bomb, why you chilling on my arm, yeah Never got a No, we